Honoring by prioritizing the, the way we prioritize, having to prioritize is already an expression of values. And we, we tend to avoid prioritization a lot. You uh, very often will say, what are your priorities for the, for the day? And you have about 15 priorities for the day. You can only, priority means you've got one. And we have a tough time sometimes saying, this is the priority, this one thing, this is the priority, or so-and-so is the priority, or so-and-so is my priority. We have quite a hard time doing that. Uh, even this year on, on Simchas Torah, the Gaboim wanted to make two people Chosen Torah and two people Chosen Brachis. That way you honor four people. And I explained to them, no, that way you honor nobody. The, uh, the way you do it is you choose one person. Next year you can choose a different person. The third year you can choose a different. You choose one person. You honor a person. You give that person priority. Uh, you give a person priority in terms of your attention. You give a person priority in terms of your time. That's the way you, that's why, the way you honor people, and it's the way you honor things. You give the Torah priority. You give a Shira priority. It's what, it's what you put first that says so much about your values. And since that's the case, then the Torah and Halacha has to guide us. And, and we'll see as to how you put things. What do you do when there are conflicting priorities? That's the big issue. What do you do when the, with the conflicting priorities? How, many, how much time do, do executive teams and, and boards take and spend on prioritizing? You can't do it all. So which, which are you going to prioritize? And of course, prioritizing A means you're not going to do B or you're not going to do B now. Those are hard strategic decisions that we have to take all the time in, in, in our lives. All the time we, we have to take that. And in Torah, we're very conscious of prioritization. Uh, we've discussed before that you put a chumish on top of a siddur, you put a siddur on top of a gemara, you put a, a mishnah on top of a gemara, a tanakh on top of a mishnah. It, it's all prioritized. There's a, there's a hierarchy of values in everything that we do because that's how we express ourselves. And we're living in a time where there's a, a tendency to want to reduce everything to lowest common denominator so that you don't have to prioritize. Because you're offending somebody by prioritizing somebody else. It's not that you're, that's the, that's the way we express, we express values. Coins prioritized over a levy. A levy is prioritized over Yisroel, and so on. So we'll see some of the dinim of, of prioritization. In the process, we'll also learn about um, the origins of the Tana de Be'elio. Tana de Be'elio is a collection of Midrashim. It's referred to in the Gemara many times, including on Adaf. Um, it's a, a collection of Midrashim. It's a Musa Sefer. People sometimes think that Musa was created by Rabbi Yisrael Salante, but it wasn't. Um, the Sefer Dvarim is Musa. Sefer Dvarim, the, the last book of the Torah, is Moshe giving Musa uh, to, to the Bnei Yisrael. That's a Musa Sefer. Part of Tanakh is Musa. Uh, Tanah de Be'elio is a Musa Sefer. Musa means a concentration, an anthology of Ma'amrei Chazal, of statements of, of Chazal that focus on character and Yerushalayim. That's what Musa is. And, and they concentrated into particular sforim. So the Shari Tshuva and the Mesilis Yashorim and the Chovas Halvovas, these are all old sforim that are Sifre Musa. It's concentrated. So if you learn it for 10 or 15 minutes, you learn one of those sforim, you're getting a concentrated dose of Yerushamayim and character development. You then say for Dvorim, Moshe before he dies gives them a concentrated dose of, uh, of Yerushamayim and character development. And that's the Tanah de Be'elio as well. All Rabbi Yisrael Salanta did was he introduced it as part of daily practice. 
uh, particularly in the yeshivas. But the the idea of, of Musa, of course, was there all the time. Tana de Beilio is one of those uh, collections and anthology of Divrei Musar. Let's see the origins of it. So we have two psukim that we need to be aware of in this in this parsha in the sugya. The one is in in Dvorim, Kakaton Kagadol Tishmaun. You should treat small matters the same way as you treat large matters. If you're a dayan, you're a judge, it's back to judgment as we were discussing yesterday. You have to make a judgment over, over $50 or $10 or a million dollars. You give it the same seriousness, the halachot are the same of how you make your judgment, how you reach conclusions. You, you give them both the same seriousness. Um, and then in, in uh, also in in, uh, in Vorim, just a little bit earlier, and you must judge fairly. Says the Gomorrah in Sanhedrin, what does it mean you must listen to the small matters and big matters with equal seriousness? Says Resh Lakish, that whether it's a pruta, whether it's a one cent or it's a hundred million shekels or, or dollars, it makes no difference. In what sense? If you're talking about how carefully you've got to analyze the case, that's obvious. Why would there be a difference between a small amount and a big amount? We're talking about prioritizing. Don't. You have a situation where one person comes and he's got a case He's gone, he's IPO'd his company, he's worth billions of dollars, he's got a major issue with his shareholders, and he comes to the Rob for a psakdin. And also there's a Posha Tabalabos who's arguing with his neighbor over the fence, and the argument is over a hundred dollars. And the, the tendency of the Rob would, would be to not to keep the, the, the big the big deals waiting. But if the small guy was there first, he comes first. There's no prioritization. You prioritize by first come, first served when it comes to din. That's it, and we'll see that in Shukhnorah. Um, the next piece of Gomorrah is in Masech the Shvuas, where Rav Ula Bred Ravilo Rav Nachman. Rav Ula Bred Ravilo had a court case in front of Rav Nachman. Um, and Rav Yosef sends a message and says, Ula, our friend who's come before you, is a Talmud Chochem, is one of our peers in, in, in Torah. Omar, so now Rav Nachman's thinking to himself, Lamai Shalachli, why did Rav Yosef tell me that? Is he trying to carry favor? Omar, no, he says, no, the Mishnah betigreid, or the Shuddha de Daina, that means, he told you this, as Rashi explains, that if another court case comes before me, I should take this one first. This is a Talmud Chochem. So here we get the, the first introduction of the idea that if there are two court cases, one is a Talmud Chochem, he wants to get back to his learning, and one is a Malabosu, when he's finished with his Din Torah, he's going to go and play tennis. So you deal with the Talmud Chochem first, you don't keep the Talmud Chochem waiting. Uh, or should have died at the very, very different thing. Says, says Toysvus, there on Shvus, Lemishule Tagre, Keshibau Shnei Dinim Bevatachat, Dimbadin Acher Tchilat Tarich Lakdimo. If somebody else comes first, he has to be treated first, even if he's an Amoritz. So the ordinary person who's an Amoritz comes to court and he's there first. And he says, please, I've got a tennis game in, in an hour's time, just. Hurry up here, get me into in front of the Dayonim. And there's a big Talmud Chochem comes afterwards, the, the Chazanish is there, and he, he has a court case. What are we going to say? We've got to deal with the young guys that he can get to the tennis game, Why? and we keep the Chazanish waiting. Sister says, yes, the small guy was there first, first come, first serve. You, there's no um, there's no kedima there. Kedamim b'Sanhedrin kekaton gegadol tishmu inami. Or alternatively, asay dechora Torah adif. In our Gemara and Ksubis, as we're going to see now, there are times where you do put the covered Hatorah first. 
you show honor to the Torah, you show dignity to the Torah, and the way we show dignity to the Torah is not by standing up for the Torah when it comes out of the Oran Kodesh. That's not very, that's, that, that's not covered at Torah. We, we do it, it's a minag. But to treat a Talmud Chochem with covered, that's not a minag. That's an absolute halacha, because that's the way you show, you show covered at Torah to the, to the Torah. So now let's get to Algamora with that background. We get to Algamora into an important ritva. Algamora is a case of Rav Anan. We'll see how great Rav Anan was, um, who refuses a small gift. It's, not, it's even a gift from his own. His manager brings him fruit from his own orchard, so to say. It's, uh, and, he, and he says, I can't accept it because you, you've got a court case before me. You're coming to see me on a, on a legal mat, matter. Um, and they have a conversation about that. Eventually, Rav Anan says, no, I definitely can't take it. Uh, but he says, I'll um, have a kaim dinner, diyat mikame. There was a, a, a case of, of orphans that came before him. Uh, sorry, Shadra Lekame Rav Nachman. He sent this case to Rav Nachman, the same Rav Nachman we've just learned about. He said, look, I can't deal with this. You take it. Because um, I'm possible. I, I, I have self-interest, exactly as we discussed yesterday. My manager came and he wanted to give me something and it's, I, have, I have self-interest. So you... So you judge. Rav Nachman assumes that the reason that Rav Anan can't take the case is because he's a relative. He made that assumption. It was a wrong assumption, but he made that assumption. He had a case of some orphans before him. Omar, he said on the other side of the page, Hi, I say, hi, I say, there's a mitzvah, I say, of... You've got to treat everybody equally, first come, first served. The orphans were there first, and here comes Rav, uh, this case of, of Ravanans that Ravanan has sent me. I'm a show covered to Ravanan. This is his relative. I say the Chovetorah Adif. The Chovetorah is a mitzvah. If you've got two mitzvahs, I say, the mitzvah I say of Chovetorah comes first. That's why I say often in the shir when people come and they're getting ready for davening and they walk backwards and forwards, you say, oh, it's for mitzvah, for, for, for mitzvah, they're getting ready for davening. But this covered Torah, people are learning Torah. Don't distract people who are learning to covet. I say the covered Torah, Adif. You've got two mitzvahs, I say. The first is covered Torah. Nothing gets in the way of covered Torah. So it's an important understanding. That's how we prioritize. What is the value of your Yiddishkeit if you put other things before Kovat Torah? So Torah is the source of everything you do. So that's got to get the The first Kovat is Kovat Torah. And so Abesa Medrash has more Kovat and more Kedusha than, than Abesa Knesset. That's why time you've set aside for Torah is so important. The, all the things we do for Torah, that has to come first before anything else. So he put aside the orphans. He said, hold on for me a little while. Rav Anan has sent me a relative to me. I need to take his case first. When the other party to the court case saw what honor he's giving to his fellow litigant, he couldn't even speak. He couldn't speak fluently. He got tongue-tied. He felt inadequate. He felt small. And he thought that it's already been decided in favor of the other person because it appeared to him that the judge had favored his, his, litig his litigant. The result of this, that Rav Anand didn't clarify. What did Rav Anand do wrong? All Rav Anand said, he was a tzaddik. He said, I can't take the court case because I have a slight self-interest. He sends it to Rav Nachman. But he doesn't give context to Rav Nachman. 
He doesn't tell, explain to Rav Nachman why he can't do the court case. Rav Nachman makes an assumption, a wrong assumption, because Rav Anand didn't give him enough information. What was the result of that? Rav Anand have a ragil Eliyod atigabe. By the way, Rav Anand had a chavrusa. His chavrusa was Eliyahu Anovi. Look who Rav Anand is, who we're talking about. He used to learn chavrusa with Eliyahu Anovi. Rav Amatli said it Eliyahu, and Eliyahu Anovi taught him the Tana de Eliyahu, which we have till this day. After the story, Istalik, Eliyahu disappeared. He said, you caused Rav Nachman to show favoritism unintentionally. You were unintentional and Rav Nachman was unintentional. But the result was that somebody couldn't express himself in Beisdin. Somebody felt prejudiced and, and couldn't express himself. And that was all because of you, Rav Anand. I can't learn Chavrusa with you. Such a person I can't learn Chavrusa with. And, and Eliyahu disappeared. Yativ betahanita ovoi rachmi v'ater. Rav Anand fasted for days and davened for Eliyahu to come back. Kiata have a mavit lebiyuta. Eliyahu came back, but no longer in the form of a human chavrusa. He came back as an angel. And, and Rav Anand was very scared. You can't learn with somebody you're scared of. So the, it wasn't a successful chavrusa afterwards. He couldn't be in the presence of this angel. So he made a, a box and he sat inside the box and the angel was outside of the box and Eliyahu taught him with him sitting inside the box and the angel outside of the box at the Afik Sidra until he taught him the Seder. Behind the Amri Seder de Eliyahu, Rabba Seder de Eliyahu Zuta. Until this day, the Tanah of Eliyahu is divided into two, Eliyahu Rabba and Eliyahu Zuta. The big Eliyahu and the small Eliyahu. What's the big and the small? Explains Tosfus. The one was what he learned before he got into the box and the other was what he learned when he was in the box. He couldn't learn with the same degree of intensity and clarity. So we've got the first part of Eliyahu Rabbah, which was before this event, and the last part of Eliyahu Rabbah, which is on a lower level. It's a smaller volume and quantity and intensity, and that's all because of this, this event of what happened. What we need to get to is the, the Chidushe HaRitvo, where the Ritvo goes through and says, this case of Rav Nachman, where he took the case of, of Rav Anan's relative, or supposed relative first, and he pushed the Yutomim aside. If a Talmud Chochem himself comes, you don't have to worry about the fact that by taking him first, you're going to intimidate his counterpart. So Talmud Chochem comes with an ordinary guy, Chaim Ken, the Talmud Chochem come, um, and, and there are a whole lot of other people in the line waiting for the court case. And the Dayan takes the Talmud Chochem first. So what does that feel like for the other guy, for Chaim Ke? He feels, what chance have I got? The reason we got in front of the queue is because of the big Talmud Chochem that I'm arguing with. What chance have I got? No, we're not worried about that. Chaim Ke is fine with that. He realizes it's because he's with a big Talmud Chochem and he's okay with that. But in our case in Ksubis, who was this person that Rav Nachman skipped the queue for? Skipped the line and put him in front. Who was he? He wasn't a Talmud Chochem and he wasn't even a relative of a Talmud Chochem. Rav Nachman just thought he was a relative of a Talmud Chochem. But the litigant knew that he wasn't. The litigant knows who he is, a simple balabos. And Rav Nachman has skipped him right to the front of the queue. And he's the litigant and he thinks Rav Nachman has something going with this guy. How come we got to the front of the queue? What chance have I got if Rav Nachman's put us in front because of this? 
אלא דרבנן הודה וסביר הכי סוב דמכניף לוי סטטים טענת, it's because רב נחמן thought that that's what he was. The ritvo goes on to say ודעת מורנו זל דחה עדיין לא פתחו בדינה, a beautiful ritvo where he goes on in the name of his rebbe. His rebbe is the ra'o, there's some important history here as well. The ritvo's rebbe is the ra'o. Uh, the Ra'o is the Talmud of the Ramban, it's, it's during that period. And um, at the end of this little piece, you'll see he says, This little piece that I've just brought you is um, explained by Repinchas Halevi. Repinchas Halevi is the Ra'o's brother. Ra'o's brother and the Ra'o's teacher. So you've got the Ritvo learned from the Ra'o, the Ra'o learned from his brother, Rabbeinu Pinchas Alevi, and here the, the, the Ritvo quotes Rabbeinu Pinchas Alevi. There's a question about who the author of the Sefer Achinuch is, by the way. And some say it's the Ra'o, the accepted view is that it's the Ra'o, because it's anonymous, we don't know who the author is. So the accepted view is it's the Ra'o. But there's also a view that it was actually the Pinchas Alevi, that it was the Ra'o's brother who was the Mechaber of the, of the Sefer HaChunah. So it's a very, very great. We don't have a chance to go into it, but the Shulchan Aruch in Choshwin, Mishpat Simen Tesvov, Paskins like this Rivo, that you've got it, Sarich HaDayan Sheyagdim Ladun HaDan Shebaalefanav Tchila. First come, first serve. So you're standing in a line. Nobody, I was once in a line in Gateshead in England, long, a long line, and, and, and a wife of one of the, uh, there were some women standing in the line at the butcher or whatever, and a koilo person comes in, says, Kovodatora, and goes to the front of the line. Ah, first come, first serve. No Kovodatora. If other people were there first, you stand in line. אבל צריך להקדים דין של צנד חכם אפילו בא לבסוף, אבל אם זה רעל תלמיד חכם, you've got to take him first, וכן מצווה לאו להפך בזכותו, etc. says the Ramo, וימת תלמיד חכם בעצמו לפני הדי הימין אפילו פתחו כבר בדין אחר. he goes further, says the Ramo, based on this ritvo. if it's the תלמיד חכם himself, then even if you've started the case with חיימקה, you stop the case and you take the תלמיד חכם, because of כובד התורי, you don't waste the תלמיד חכם's time. דנין אותו תחילה ש... based on our Gemara, but if it's just his relative, if they've already started a different case, they don't have to start. But if they have, if they have not started the case yet, and this relative of the time Chochem comes, that's also part of Kovat Atari, Mishum Kavod Look how far we go and how far we're willing to change priorities because of Kavod Torah, what it is to show honor and dignity to a Talmud Chochum, who is the walking Sefer Torah. He's the source of our Torah. We learn Sefer Torah from him. He brings Torah into the generation. He projects Torah. That the way we show COVID to the Talmud Chochum is far more important than the way we show COVID to a scroll in the ark. And much more important is how we treat the Talmud Chachomim, uh, with whom we have interaction. <laughs>